Um, so how many of you uh, have heard of the five-second rule? Okay, well, so everybody. How many of you uh, believe in the five-second rule? That's sort of, that's fine. Yeah, it's, no, sh- no shame. Yeah, it's situational. It depends on how dirty the floor is. So, yeah. Yes, yes, that's true. So, all right. So, so just, just, uh, just, just humor me. Um, so if for some reason you don't know what the five-second rule is, uh, let's pretend you're having uh, pizza for dinner and uh, you drop uh, that, that pizza on the floor. Uh, the rule says that if you uh, eat it or pick it up off the floor within five seconds, uh, it's clean to eat, right? Now, there's some of us who would just dust the pizza off and uh, uh, would have no problem consuming the pizza, while some of us on the more uh, uh, germaphobe kind of side of things would uh, uh, politely pass on said pizza. Uh, but, you know, I don't know who would want to put dirty pizza in them. I'm just going to say that. But uh, uh, continuing with our study in, uh, our study in Mark, um, uh, at the beginning of chapter 7, uh, we see that Jesus is uh, traveling with his disciples. Um, and he receives this kind of remark from the Pharisees asking Jesus why his disciples go against the law and are eating with uh, unwashed hands and they're eating dirty food. Well, Jesus found uh, that this was important enough to gather uh, uh, the crowd around him, and he says this in verse 14 and 15. And he called the people to him again to send, uh, to, and said to them, Hear me, all of you, and understand, there is nothing outside a person that by going into him can defile him, but the things that come out of a person are what defile him. Now, uh, okay, so we, we just talked about eating dirty pizza. I feel like, if, you know, you drop pizza on the floor, like, it's kind of gross. You put that in your body. It kind of defiles you, right? But what I love uh, about the disciples is afterwards when they're with Jesus and, and uh, in, in a home, they're not afraid to ask him, all right, what did you mean by this? And, and Jesus goes ahead in verses 18 to 22, and he says this. Then are you also without understanding? Do you not see whatever goes into a person from outside can defile him, since it enters not his heart, but his stomach and is expelled. He said, what comes out of a person is what defiles him. From within, out of the heart of a man, come evil thoughts, sexual morality, theft, murder, adultery. These evil things come from within, and they defile a person. So to kind of give you a little bit of context of why the Pharisees were kind of remarking, uh, kind of giving this remark to Jesus, uh, they're, they're kind of speaking about this passage from Leviticus 11, where uh, Moses and Aaron uh, receive this kind of long list of, of foods and, and all these other things that they, they can and can't do that would make them unclean to be able to enter the temple. And, um, you know, because the Lord was just so holy and, and that they couldn't be in his presence unclean or unholy. Like, it, just God is just physically not able to be with, uh, with us in that state. So this is kind of what the Pharisees were accusing Jesus of um, and, and his disciples of being unclean or unacceptable to be in the presence of God. But what Jesus is telling us in Mark 7 is that this isn't the case. That us putting, you know, dirty floor pizza um, in our bodies doesn't make us unclean and unfit uh, um, to be in uh, God's presence. Uh, Because whatever uh, we put in our bodies, whether that's food or water, it all goes to the same place and, um, you know, eventually leaves us. And and that is what Jesus is kind of getting at in this next verse. It says uh, in verse 20, what comes out of a person is what defiles him. Now, okay, that's not sneezing or anything like that, wherever your mind wants to go, but what Jesus is kind of saying is that we have a heart problem. It it isn't outside forces that is corrupting us and making us unclean or sinful, 
but within our own hearts and actions we do resulting of our sinful hearts that are making us defiled and unclean. Because uh, naturally, we're all sinful. Our hearts want to do whatever we want to do, whether that's bad or good. And Jesus tells us um, what the result of our hearts are in verse 21 and 22. It says, For from within, out of, our, uh, out of the, the heart of man, come evil thoughts, sexual immorality, theft, murder, adultery, coveting, wickedness, deceit, sensuality, envy, slander, pride, foolishness. All these evil things come from within, and they defile a person. So what Jesus uh, isn't saying is that pride is a result of, of just being on your sports team. That theft is a result of, of you know, lack of funds, or sexual morality is a lack of, of just knowledge. No, these things are uh, a result of what's in our heart. So breaking this down, it really kind of says that we have no excuse. When we sin or we do uh, evil things against God, we like to make excuses, right? Uh, Jesus says that all these evil things, though, again, they come from our heart. Uh, uh, you know, if uh, you're at home or you're at school, um, you know, with your family or whatever, you probably would never swear in front of them, right? But maybe if you're with your friends and you're joking around or, or you're gaming or whatever, you, you know, you might let loose uh, some swear words or something like that. And, and you might say, like, oh, well, it's kind of the result of the game or it's because I'm with my friends, but that's not really who I am. But what, that's not what Jesus is kind of telling us. Uh, but better, better yet, you know, you, you might be bored or you find yourself on a website you, you know you have no business to be on. Or uh, you're texting back and forth with your, or your boyfriend or your girlfriend, and um, you know, you're talking about things you have no business talking about. Oh, but they influenced me. Or, or uh, uh, you know, nobody talked about it to me or, or warned me about this. But, but what Jesus is telling us, that this isn't the case. That it isn't our lack of understanding or our, our, our environments, our upbringing, um, uh, the influence of uh, these influences that make us sin but it's the result of what's in our heart. And, you know, if on Sunday morning, if you, you walked down to the children's wing, you peeked into any of those classrooms, I guarantee you could see, like, one kid walking up to another kid and just, like, stealing the toy out of his hand. And, and that's, uh, you know, that little kid isn't doing that because they were taught to or influenced to, but because even from an early age, we have this kind of heart that it, it just does what we want to do. So when we're with our friends or our significant others and, and we're doing things we, we know we shouldn't be doing, it's not because of our influences, but because our heart desires something that we don't think God uh, uh, will give us, right? We want to be accepted by our friends or loved by our significant others, so we sin to get those things. We don't trust God will do the best for us. So again, we, we attempt to take that in our, our, our own control and we'll even sin uh, um, to do that. But again, Jesus is telling us that this isn't the case. When, when uh, I was fresh out of college, um, I had just gotten my degree, and I was just, like, desperate for a job. So I was just applying to, like, any company that I thought maybe I'd have a chance with. And I ended up applying to a company. Um, at the time, they are called Fox Sports Ohio. Now they're, like, Bali Sports. And um, I ended up getting an, actually, an interview with them despite not having, like, any of the qualifications. So I, I went out, and I bought, like, a really nice suit. I went and got a haircut. Um, I tried to look as, like, clean as possible. And, and I did this because uh, I, I went to that interview wanting to look as professional and clean cut in front of the in, you know, interviewer to, to kind of give myself some sort of chance. But, you know, see, a lot of us also do that 
uh, uh, for God, right? We, we try to, to present ourselves uh, a clean or, or do something to, to feel that we're acceptable to be in front of God. And, and, you know, sometimes you might think, oh, you know, I messed up, I, I did bad things, or, um, you know, I talked about someone behind their back, um, uh, or, you know, I struggled with my pride this week, but, you know, I showed up to youth group this week, or I opened up my Bible app a couple of days ago, and I prayed in front of uh, uh, my parents for, uh, uh, before dinner, you know, I'm doing pretty good, I, I'm not getting in any trouble or anything like that, um, or, you know, I might have cut corners here and there, but I'm not Jenny and Billy sneaking off after class, uh, you know, I look great compared to them, and I am more than acceptable in front of God. But, you know, uh, uh, we're just checking off the boxes, right? Uh, you know, yeah, you're reading your Bible, you're doing these things, and we're praying here and there, and that's, we're, we're called to do those things. Those are good things to do, but we need to look at our motives behind them. We're just doing because, you know, hey, we're, we're going to school, and that's what we're told to do. It's what our parents want us to do, um, and, and I, that's kind of what God just seems like he wants us to do. But, but Jesus is telling us that there's nothing that we can do ourselves to make us acceptable and clean before God. See, that's why uh, he came to atone for our sins. You know, we might look uh, uh, great on the outside, but we're defiled and we're corrupted on the inside. Why? Because of original sin and the fall. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm telling you that, you know, it's pointless. You can, you know, uh, just do whatever you want and, and you know, it, that reading your Bible and that stuff. Not good. It, it is good to think. But what Jesus is telling us is that, that we can't overcome our heart problem and, and our sin problem on our own. Uh, uh, only really Jesus can come and change that for us. So, you know, we can do all the right things, but unless we address our heart problem and our motives uh, behind why we're doing things, uh, uh, we will never be clean. Because of our uh, sinful nature, there's that gap between us and God. And he is so holy and pure that, there, again, there, that's why we, we can't do anything to be in his presence. So, uh, uh, could you imagine if, um, you know, you just uh, uh, drove to D.C. And, and you walked up to the White House, walked through the front gate, and uh, watched in the Oval Office and just started talking to the president, uh, talking to the president, sorry. Uh, no, that'd be crazy. You wouldn't even make it through the front gate. But let's say then imagine that you um, are kind of, you, you know the president's right-hand man very well. Well, he could easily get you in the room with the president. And, and uh, that's kind of what Jesus does for us, right? That he bridges that gap for us so that we can enter and be clean in front of God. Why? Because uh, he came, he lived a, a sinless life, and he died for our sins so that we could be clean and renewed, made white as snow. And that's what Jesus is telling us. Uh, you don't need to worry about what other people are looking like. Um, it, it doesn't matter. All the, all the good things we do, uh, they are good things, but it's only Jesus that can truly cleanse us and make us right in front of God. Mm -hmm.